Want to watch us in high definition? Click on the Watch in HD link below the player and notice the difference. You are watching VidGoal. And now... From Icon. This is the Congoer. Features. Um, I got into voice acting from watching anime, like I think a lot of people who aspire to be anime voice actors want to do. I mean, like I used to watch Pokemon and Digimon when I was like 11, 12 years old, and I remember I wanted to voice like Misty and Sora, but I didn't really understand too much about voice acting. I was just like, oh, that'd be cool. And then like when I was about 16, people told me about like voice acting stuff they do online. I'm like, oh, that sounds so cool. And I was getting into anime again at that point because, you know, I kind of was interested when I was younger, but not, I never really got into it until high school. So that's when I was like, I want to do this. And I was really bad when I first started, but I just practiced for years and years and got better, took classes, did everything I could to try to be good at what I do. <laughs> Okay, um, I was all the princesses and Medusa in Castle Crashers, which is what most people know me for, I think. I was Aerie in Aika R16, the anime. Um, I was Nimka in Moribito Guardian of the Spirit. Um, Hanamomo in the Tweenie Witches OVA, which I don't think is out yet. And in Bandai's dub of five centimeters per second, I will be playing Kanai. I was also in um, Away Shuffle Dungeon in Luminous Arc 2 for the DS, and Eternal Poison for the PS2, and Neverland Card Battles for the PSP. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite point of voice acting? I love the whole thing. I love everything. You know, I love doing it. I really like it when it comes out and I get to like play the game with my voice in it or, you know, watch the show and be like, yeah, I played that character. And, you know, like, obviously all my friends are gamers and or anime fans. So sometimes they'll watch it or play it and I can be like, yeah. I mean, one time I walked downstairs and all of my roommates were gathered around the TV playing Castle Crashers. And I was like, it was crazy. And then, you know, I got to hear my voice like every two minutes. <laughs> Um, I don't think I could do regular acting. Like, I'm not very comfortable with the way I look on camera. Um, I'm used to expressing everything through my voice. Like, I don't think I could even really do stage where I'd have to use my whole body. Like, I'm, I'm just not really that familiar with that. Like, I didn't grow up, like, acting in plays or anything like that at all. I just always wanted to do something with my voice. So. Do you think uh, when you're on the microphone, like, you know how uh, regular acting is all about movements, do you feel like uh, actually moving around helps you with that acting? Oh, definitely. Um, it's just, you know, you have to remember that no one's going to see you, so you have to, everything that the character's doing, you have to vocalize it and you have to make it believable. Like, if the character's running, you have to be like, <laughs> you know, or if, like, they get punched in the stomach, you know, I'm like, ah! So, like, sometimes I actually punch myself oh. just to get that sound. <laughs> Um, you don't actually get to work with other voice oh, actors. Right. I mean, like... I know that they, uh, do all, I feel like they do them all in the room, while I think in America they do separately. 
Yeah, I mean, that would be really cool if they could do it here, but, you know, trying to get everyone's schedules, because, like, voice acting is not most people's regular job, so, you know, they have to coordinate around their work schedule, and then they have the budget, because anytime they have you in, they have to pay you for that time, unless, you know, they're like, oh, it's this much for the whole project, but, um, you know, in five centimeters, everyone's like, oh, you're you're playing, you know, your character's interacting with Johnny Young Bosch the whole time. What was that like? And I'm like, I didn't even know Johnny was playing that character until the cast was announced. I mean, like, I, I've met him at parties, at, at conventions and whatnot, but it wasn't like I got to go in there and work with him, you know? It was like we recorded all our dialogue separately and, <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, what's some of the... Uh I'm not sure yet. Um, whatever I get to do, I haven't um, done any new stuff in a while, but hopefully very soon. I mean, I hope I get to do more games because I love gaming. I'm a competitive gamer. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, how, do, um, how do you feel that voice acting has changed yourself as a person, I guess, uh, social media and uh, about your family? Oh, I'm sure it's a job, so but what really influences that? Um, it's... I guess it's maybe more outgoing. Like, I, I like to do a lot of crazy voices in real life, which really annoys my friends. <laughs> um, I don't know, because sometimes we'll be playing a game and I'll, you know, I'll do the, like, a move and I'll be like, ha-cha! Or something, and they'll be really, really like, shut up. <laughs> do you like to uh, uh, randomly voice act the old game, older games that don't have voice acting? Yes. <laughs> Um, I've been cosplaying since 2004. My very first cosplay I did was in high school. It was Kagome from Inuyasha, and I first wore it to, um, on Halloween to my anime club Halloween party. And then I started a convention up there and cosplayed, and then I did Haruko from Fully Kuli, and I've, I've done so many costumes. Right now, if it's not obvious, I'm cosplaying Haruhi from the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Um, I also do Princess Peach. I like Konata from Lucky Star, and yesterday I did Ashley from Resident Evil 4. So, um, how do you feel that uh, cosplay has changed over the years? I guess the people step up, I guess, uh, their game level or both the level of uh, cosplaying the modern work for them because they feel like it's more competitive. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of cattiness, I guess you could say. Um, I don't make my own costumes. I'm not involved in any cosplay communities, so I try to stay out of that. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to sew or anything. I, I just, like, I buy costumes and I wear them for fun because I love doing it. You know, I love dressing up. I love everything like that, and it's just a fun part of conventions. But I'm not like, oh, I want to be a, a pro cosplay or something. It's like, no, it's, it's just something that I enjoy doing when I can. Yeah, like, I just don't want to put the time into that. I mean, if people are going to think badly of me because I don't make my own costumes and because I don't enter judging, like, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's not what I'm really here to do, so. You said the first thing you did when you started voice acting was you did something on the internet. What specifically was, like, the first thing that you did that got you recognized on the web? 
Um, I definitely say the first time I really started getting noticed on the internet, because I've always put my voice out there. I was always emailing animators. I was like, hey, I can voice act for you. I can do this and this. And But it wasn't until I was in a cartoon called Metal Gear Awesome that people started being like, oh, hey, just because so many people saw that video and they're like, oh, it's a girl on Newgrounds.com. What? Okay. And a lot of times there's just not a lot of females go to that website because, I mean, you get trolled if you go there. I mean, I've had really nasty messages, really nasty comments, and I'm just like, whatever, you know, I ignore it. And, you know, because I was one of the few females to stick with the community for so long and be active in it, then people just go to me for all their female voices most of the time. Um, people are just fans, and they make, like, fan spin-offs of things. I mean, my friend and I made these uh, Super Smash Brothers brawl parodies called Brawl Taunts, and, like, there was a whole bunch of people on YouTube who made, like, parodies of our parody and stuff like that, and it's, it's really cool. <laughs> I mean, I'd say a lot more people know me for the stuff I've done on the Internet, to be honest. Yes, I've been going to Anime Expo. It feels like I've been going there a long time, but I realized I've only been there last year and the year before. Um, 2007, I won the Anime Expo Voice Actor Idol, so that was really, really cool. And it helped get things started for me in the industry, because that was right before I moved to California. And um, I've been to a lot of conventions. I also founded my own convention back in my hometown, which is still going. We had the Leet Street Boys as a guest who were who are a guest at Icon this year too. So that was pretty cool. And um, yeah, I've always cosplayed. I always participate in whatever I can. Um, lately I've started spending a lot of time in the gaming room and I'm pretty excited because I got a lot of people to challenge me last night and they're like, you better come back today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you this time. I'm like, okay, have fun with that. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I'm from Alaska, so we didn't have anything up there. I mean, it's going to be very hard if you're in any big area where they already have existing conventions. You know, you're not going to compete with that necessarily. But because, you know, we were, like, so far away from the rest of the United States, people are always flying to Seattle, flying to Canada occasionally, you know, and it's expensive. Like, I was in... Uh, well, I was in high school at the time, my senior year of high school. You know, we were like high school, college students. We didn't, we couldn't afford that. So, you know, I wanted something that people up there could, you know, because there's definitely a lot of anime fans up there. There's a huge anime fan base. And, you know, they would gather at the comic store. They would gather at the arcade, whatever. And so, basically, I was just wanted to get us all together. It was pretty small the first year. It was like 300 people, but... You know, it was, we had cosplay competitions, we had showings, we had a gaming area, we had everything like that. And so it was really cool and it just kept go going and grew every year since. Uh, but how do you find a location? Uh, what did you have yours in? 
Um, the very first year, I held it in my high school cafeteria by just like being really nice to the principal and being like, can we please have this convention and this is how it's gonna benefit everyone and you know, here's all the plans and all the stuff that I did for it. And after that, we moved to my university student union because you know, we were way too big for like one room. So we moved there, um, you know, that we, I, of course, had to pay to rent it out, but they're still, they still hold it there. How many people do you have there from like 700 I don't know like it, it really doesn't sound like a lot but considering it's in condensed in a smaller area and I don't know there's a lot of vendors it just seems very busy like people can participate in everything because there's not like so many people spread out into all these different rooms and all these different buildings like it definitely feels like a lot happens there so how do you feel the comparison between that one and this con for, for me it's like one of the smallest um, I mean, I go to a lot of cons. I mean, I guess this is a smaller con because, like, I go to Anime Expo. I've gone to Sakura Con for like three years. Um, I mean, I've been like, yeah, I went to I went to Comic Con in San Diego. I've been to big cons, small cons. I like everything. I mean, there's there's good things about any size, you know? The, the nice thing about small cons is it's easier to participate in stuff. Like, you want to do something on stage or whatever, you don't have to compete with all these other people. You know, Anime Expo, like, to get into Masquerade, it's ridiculous. You have to go through all this, like, evaluation, and they have all these things, and, you know, because there's too many people that want to do it. But at a small con, you can just be like, can I go up and do a skit? And they're like, okay. <laughs> California now and that's that's where I moved to because unfortunately you have to live where the work is which is California Texas or New York if you want to do anime and it's mostly in California of those three places so you know I, I don't really like living there to be honest but like you know I had to do it because unfortunately like you can do a lot of stuff from your home these days but you can't do anime from your home you have to be there with the screen and you know they have to be able to physically have you in there so Hopefully it will change in the future, but probably not for a while. That's all we have time for. Thank you very much. Thank you.